episode episode one severed startings beginnings <laughs> you know jordan and alex 2020 yeah oh definitely yeah so essentially what we kind of want to talk about today is about how when you start a relationship it's not necessarily good to start it out of like trauma or you know when you kind of look in the mirror right and you're like maybe this will fix you or you spend so much time like looking at this other person and putting yourself like kind of behind because you're so starstruck you know what I mean yes like when you start you totally start that relationship and you're like oh this is like the best thing that could have ever happened to me yada yada and then throughout that you know, timeline of maybe one or two years, you put so much in, um, you never look at the possibility of it ever coming to an end, Yeah, you know? Um, there is, co- sorry, oh, there is no, one go. I have been thinking about, I've been reading a lot about, like, what happens after you break up with somebody, Yeah, and there's this one thing that's just constantly stuck with me where it's like, uh, once you're in like a super long-term relationship or if you're super like starstruck almost by that person you're with yeah. um, you definitely see through like rose-colored gla- uh, glasses yeah no of course and essentially after you know my two-year relationship came to an end I was looking back on uh, some conversations and I was thinking was that really me speaking? Because, you know, I kind of put myself in this box in this relationship, right? I kind of, like, the way I was talking, it was it was very surreal when I was reading these messages. It was, like, yeah, so stuck. Like, that was it. We were glued yes. to the hip. Like, he, yeah. he went away, and I was like, what am I going to do without you? And essentially, yeah. those that's what the messages were saying. And reading back on that now, I can totally realize how unhealthy the that was yeah and as soon as that person leaves or if you leave that person then it definitely feels like um you don't know who you are anymore because of because eventually I feel like once I feel like it definitely happens within the first year or two of a long-term relationship where you start to lose yourself of course and And you like try and build up this castle you know and in today's day and age unfortunately it's it's so unreasonable right there's a lot of things that we necessarily you can't achieve by the age of 20 you know what I mean you know how like you see whatever so cliche back in the old days uh like these couples (laughs) right you (laughs) they get married and they grow old and they're able to buy things and have a car and have a family it's just like Doing that now, it's that's you, you insane. Think about it. Exactly. Yeah, no, it's just and, nothing you can do now. But I, right. though I have a feeling to do with that though is like divorce rates. Totally. Div- divorce was so taboo, and I think it that's was. why people. That's why people stayed together was because they didn't want to seem, um, they didn't want to be looked down upon. Whereas now it's like divorce happens more than ever. Exactly. It, totally I agree and I feel like there's so many more different aspects to be put on a relationship now yeah and you know like there's so many different influences and different expectations that you have to fulfill for yeah. a relationship for it to seem not necessarily perfect for sure but um, like substantial you know like yeah. you know, your relationship you need to post about your partner you need to um do these things, go places, you want to move in together, right? And all these unreal, like, expectations definitely shouldn't be happening when you're 18, 19, or 20. Yeah, no, not at all. And I just, like, even looking back, and, you know, I've been in a few relationships myself, so it's, like, I can definitely look back and see who I was at certain points in my life. But if I was still with the same person I was at 15, I would not. No, that's just not happening now. Exactly. Right. You're, you are so different and and the cognitive part of your brain is still developing. Yeah. Right. Like you can't, it's like, Oh, whatever you, you have to give yourself this chance to grow. And, but the hard part is, is you're very starstruck. Like you're in love. Love is a real thing. Like you said, the rose colored glasses, like it's huge. 
I mean, even then, like, it's not even being starstruck. I definitely feel like it's just, um, I, I don't, I definitely feel like some people can experience love at a young age, but I feel like if you're under, like, the certain age, you definitely only feel um, more so infatuation. Yeah, of course. It's, like, this new thing. Yeah. You've, you've found, like, a person. Yep. Does but I wouldn't necessarily, yeah, it does make yeah. sense, but I don't, I wouldn't necessarily call it love, though. Yeah, that's true. I also have read a couple of threads like a while ago, um, kind of saying you'll have your first love, your second love, and your third love. Yeah. Um, like more so saying like the first love, it's young, it's childish, it's something new. And then the second love, that's where you're going to learn the most and that's where it's going to hurt the most. But then the third thing that you experience, right? It's, it's going to be different. It's going to be refreshing. It's going to be, you know, but it's, you, you never know. Right? It's true. And it's so difficult to say because it's like you can lose yourself so easily when yeah. you're surrounded by somebody for days, months, years. You you tend to morph your personality regardless of the fact if it's healthy or unhealthy. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, yeah. It's def- yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. So back on to the relationships of like severed beginnings, it's like what I probably personally interpret interpret from a severed beginning would definitely be like mental health or you know when you're stuck in a scene that's not necessarily healthy or like trauma bonding you know yeah yeah definitely if I look back at um like for example like my first relationship it's like um we were both I was about maybe about 14 yeah and so about like grade nine or so and there was this one time where it was just so traumatic for me. I'm not going to go into detail just mm-hmm. because, you know, it's somebody else's. Um, but it was so ridden with, like, mental health issues at such a young age, like, dealing with self-harm at 14 as well. Yeah, for sure. And then having to go from that relationship to when I'm 17, where that had to do with a lot of mental health issues and being super, like, manipulated not even it's not me being manipulative it was the other person that manipulated me whereas they were so mentally ill where it's like they literally they made me so upset and I would consider that one my first love and then you know going into my my longest relationship I you know just ended it (laughs) that one was not a good relationship at the at the end like it was good at the beginning Exactly. And it's like, you, know. you kind of take these things and you let it go over your head or you have yep. things in a relationship that definitely bothers you for sure. Yeah. hundred percent. But even though it bothers you, you, you turn a blind eye, right? That's, it's totally like the infatuation thing, right? Cause I had just gotten out of a long relationship myself and, you know, looking at the beginning of it, there was definitely questionable things and things that did happen along there. But I felt as though like you know what I love this person this is kind of like you know it felt like it was normal right but now it's like like I said looking back at those messages it's kind of like you know what I mean that's not normal yeah yeah no there was yeah especially with my past relationship like my last one there's definitely some questionable things where I look back and I'm like you know if this person really did say they loved me as much as they did Mm -hmm. then they wouldn't go and say these things exactly no or or 100 or even like in the way it's not even the things that they said but in like the context and how it comes across yeah and and even though they probably did questionable things you have to you know looking at the other side it's just like well were they as infatuated or as in per se so in love that we did questionable things like you never necessarily know how another person's thinking all you can like kind of take a look at is um what had happened to you and take the facts right and it's it's weird because people do questionable things that make them think it's normal oh yeah 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 so I'm not too sure it's it's very weird when you start taking into account of all these things and it's like emotions emotions are huge when you're definitely not being mindful of a situation right like yeah, you know, there's just not a lot you can do, you no. know, in the moment of things. 
So I think, so I just thought about something to talk about. So I just, um, so I want to talk about how mental health actually affects relationships when you're, I don't want to say in your 20s, because, you know, we're not technically in our 20s We yet. got like three weeks. <laughs> yeah, we got three weeks. <laughs> you know, give or take. We're here, 20 in three weeks. Yeah. Um, but more so as like a late teenager, early adult. Yes, um, young adult, you know. Yeah, yes. So how would you, well, how would you like, what are your thoughts on how mental health affects like more like not an adult relationship but it's not like a teenage it's like a it's like a like a how to put how do i put it um you know you can mental health is such a finicky thing sometimes it takes people decades to actually kind of feel somewhat normal or stable you know what I mean um but it's it's honestly the way that you have to look at it or the way you should deal with it is you should take the resources that you're given and you should actually reach out and not put that trauma or put that on the person that you're with does that make sense like yes if you have mental health problems but but then again you're a young adult you don't you know what I mean? There's so much stigma around these kind of things. Yeah. Right? Like, it's crazy. Yeah. It's like, I do I? Sorry. It's like, do I go do this? Like, oh, my partner's here for everything or whatever. Like, let me, let me put this on them. Yeah. And that's not a good thing either. Because I know I've definitely done that. Of course. So have I. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a yeah. trust thing. It is. But the thing that I don't agree with on that is how much like I like that I as soon as I have a problem the first person I go to is my partner yeah you know they're they're like my main priority but as soon as I go to them and I don't feel like they are coming to me when they have a problem then obviously something's going on like something's wrong right like I feel like if you put that like if you go to your partner with that much trust you should be able to expect them to do that back yeah, no, of course. And it's it's hard when you have, like, that kind of break in between things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's, Definitely. it's you know, I don't know. It's crazy because it's so, it is so situational. It really is. But I definitely feel like with, like, even trust and stuff, um, I definitely feel like no matter what you should, ex- like, it should be an expectation that your partner should come to you first. Yes. Like, there shouldn't, like, sure, they have friends that obviously they would go to, you know, maybe they'd go to their parents instead. But I feel like out of everything, your your partner should come to you. Yeah, and, and coming back to the partner should come to you aspect, I think they should come and discuss, like, okay, so this is what's, like, like letting you, like, them know how you feel, correct? Mm-hmm. Like, if you be like, okay, this is how I'm feeling, right? But not necessarily emotionally unloading onto you where it feels like it's your problem yeah no doubt I think about it yeah like there's a there's a huge or not even a huge line but like just like maybe maybe even just like a fine line where uh that separates venting from emotionally unloading exactly exactly and like we've projecting yeah and like we've discussed before right it's like your friends shouldn't be your therapist. No, not at all. It's you know, not like, good. There's t- a time and a place for when your friends are your therapist, but it shouldn't be your therapist. Like, they're there to, for you to vent to you, and you're there for them to vent to you. Exactly. But then it but, reaches to the point where you have to take a step back, be like, you know what? I have my own shit to deal with. Yeah. And, and the stigma around that is so crazy. Yeah. It's like, it's well, true. you're my friend. Like, why aren't you, you know? You know it's so yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's, yeah, when people say, like, all, like, obviously, you're my friend, like, you should be there for me. Well, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm here for you, but I come before you, like, I'm first. Yeah. Like, me, myself, like, I'm first before my friends. So if I can't deal with what I'm dealing with, and that's a huge yeah. thing that I have to do, that I struggle with. Yeah. It's like, as soon as, excuse me, as soon as I feel like I have a problem, I don't want to deal with it. So it's like. I'll ask my friends, hey, do you have any problems you need to vent to me about? Like, 
Yeah, for sure. You're like, let me, like, let I kind of think it. Yeah. And, and sometimes I think about it as like, let me give you a different perspective. Right. Because some people can be, you know, but then it also gets to the point. It's like, how do you give someone their perspective when you don't really know the situation? Like it's, exactly. it's also, yeah, but it's also some way, Hey, like I know you're emotionally charged right now, but, um, this is kind of like from what you're telling me, this is kind of how I gather it. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's how I kind of pick it up. But sometimes it's like, you can't necessarily give out advice if you're the one who's suffering as well. Because no, then your advice could be definitely emotional. Yep. Yeah, no, a lot of times I feel like if you're emotional and you're going through your own stuff, then um, you're going to end up projecting advice you need to take for yourself onto your friends, even if it has no correlation to do with their problems. Yeah. And that's, that's a huge... It's a huge thing. It is. It is, I've, yeah. I've totally been guilty of doing that myself. Oh, yeah, me too. But yeah, right. I don't, yeah, I don't know. But even thinking about like, um, what is it? What was I trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> um, going back to, fuck, I totally lost my train of thought. Do you have anything you wanted to say instead? <laughs> um, I had this whole like point too. Yeah, you had like a whole get up. No, I, I did. Totally get that. Yeah. Um, it's funny. I just, I don't know. I feel like. Everything is so fragile nowadays. Yeah. I feel like people, minds, people, the news, you know, words, perspectives, you know, personalities. I just feel like everything is so fragile and monitored, you know, to the point where you constantly need to have your guard up. Yep. And it's like, especially with relationships, I don't think people are willing to work on things either. Exactly. And it's like, you know... Sometimes it gets to the point where it's like, you know what, I need to, you have to kind of, it's not even muscling up at this point. It's kind of saying, I realize that I'm going through this and I know it's not healthy. I need to go get help. Or I know I'm being detrimental. I need to take a step back and I need to get help. But people won't, you know, people don't do that. No. And especially like if I think, if I reflect back on my really, my past relationship, like, um, it really honestly, the thing that makes me salty the most would probably be me was I'm constantly being told I need to seek help for certain things. But as soon as I bring up the fact that that person needs to seek help and that I'm there for them, they're not willing to, to help themselves. Yeah, right. I noticed even when we totally had started our relationship being friends, um, we were both in an extremely rough spot. Yeah. And it wasn't necessarily bonding throughout trauma. It was kind of finding, oh, you're going through this hard time. I'm going through this hard time. When in reality, none of us really knew what was going on. We it's were true. kind of using it as an escape. But then we've kind of closely realized, hey, we have to take a step back. And you know what? We need to seek ourselves before we can use each other right it was totally it was crazy and you know lots of people can be guilty of that especially coming out of a relationship yeah no it's true and the funny thing in a relationship is you can be so stressed out and you can be so emotionally in your mind that you don't want to reach for the person that you're in a relationship with. You'll seek immediate attention from the outside. Yeah. And it, and, and that's not permanent, right? It's, it's very short term. It's like, oh, this, oh, you're cutting out here. Okay. How is it now? You're good. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, talking about like rebound and stuff, like it's a, it's a real fucking thing. Like whether it, oh, you're cutting out again. Once you come out of relationship, you're cutting out, you cut out. Okay. I'll just wait a second. Okay. 
How is it now? You're good. You're good. Okay. Take it easy. Yeah. <laughs> Get heavy out here. Yeah, right? Um, the humidity what was I saying? is dummy yeah. thick. True. <laughs> oh, she's thick. Not even Ooh. with two C's. She's thick with a Q. Oh, a you. Okay, you. Um, okay, but when sorry. You, but that's okay. <laughs> but yeah, when you like come out of a relationship, whether or not you're looking for a new friend or whatever, or just somebody, or if, even if somebody just happens to pop up in your life, like there's definitely a thing called like friend rebound. Like I don't know if that's what you want to call it, but okay. that's definitely I think what happened with both uh, of us. Yeah, and I feel like the aspects of a rebound is that instant attention and dopamine you receive from that person. Yeah, no, because definitely. something can be so you know, or it's like it's so crazy. I find it so foreign. Um, now that I've kind of taken some time to like step back and think about it, I find it so foreign when when you've reached that point that you have to seek it from something else or that even causes you to like damage the relationship that you're in. Yeah. Yeah. And even if it is like, even with relationships though, like even if it's just a friendship or what, like there's definitely like you are searching for that instant, that instant connection again. Yeah. And then that could be damaging to the person that you're with. (laughs) Definitely. I mean, it's like, so, you know, okay. So I, Stop talking to you, and I sent this huge long text about things that were bothering me. Yes. How did that affect you afterwards? Um, I found, like, the way it was approached, I totally took a step back, and I was like, okay, these are some things that I personally need to work on. But I found, like, especially when I have, like, communicated towards you with the things that I kind of, not necessarily, well, yeah, do struggle with. Mm-hmm. Um, was difficult for me because it didn't give me that chance or it didn't give me that clarification in order for yeah. me to stop doing what bugged you, if that makes that's, sense. Yeah, that, no, that's definitely true. It's, that's I, something I definitely should have thought about as well. Right? And it's it's something that it's just like, you know, when you back off or you go and you don't say these things in the moment and somebody can continue doing it. hmm you know how how does that give them the chance to take a step back and be like you know what I totally understand where you're coming from I'm not gonna do that it's true and I think right? the the whole reason why I didn't come uh when I didn't go to you sooner about things was mainly because um I guess I didn't know how to yeah see <laughs> and that's a honest. huge thing yeah right and that's a huge thing see confrontation in a friendship or a relationship is scary because you don't know how people are going to react. Oh, yeah. Right? No, definitely. It's true. And I think the thing, though, for both of us where it's like we are so similar and we do struggle with very similar things. Yes. Where I don't know if it's like the same for you, but it, if you came to me a few days after and sent me the text that I, that I sent you, I don't think I would be as hurt. Mainly, like, if it... If, we were different people mainly yeah. because we do we are quite similar yeah but no like, of course yeah and it's just like past experiences and past um situations can affect the way you perceive things like that as well yep and even like this is a huge word to use but trauma like there's like even yeah hi recording well, we no, got no. some we got some guests Come on. We got some guests. We do. We have some guests. Yeah. We got some yeah. guests. Definitely. Um, but yeah, like even to use the word, uh, like the trauma, like just like the just the word in general, just trauma. Yeah. Like it's a huge word to use, but it's definitely like that's what it is. Yeah. Like there's sure. a huge stigma around trauma. There is. It's like, oh, trauma. That's it. It's like the end of the world. You know, I've yeah. been through this traumatizing um, earthquake. Yeah. Right. Some people use it to that severity. But trauma could be like this one time as a kid, I got yelled at and that scared me that like, you know, that confrontation or that conversation 
you know, that could give you flashbacks. Like things like that can light up your brain and it can stay in your brain. So that's the kind of like way I look at it. Because like for me, like what is it? The relationship when I was about 17, the one previously to this one, um, that one was one of the most tra- like traumatic relationships I've ever been in. And having to deal with that by myself and not feeling until a good year later and then getting into another semi-traumatic relationship yeah. where it's, it's not necessarily a pattern, yeah. but there definitely was parts of me where it's like it doesn't it feels like I'm back in the in the previous relationship again yeah yeah it totally is and it's like bringing patterns or like reoccurring things in into a relationship is definitely very very difficult and that's not good because then you start you you get back into it that carousel right you know how there's like multiple things going on a carousel it's like you add another horse each time and you start carrying it and carrying it and carrying it. And then it's like at the time when the ride stops, you kind of need to step off and you need to be like, I need to deal with this or put it away in an effective manner that it's not damaging to myself, but it's not damaging anybody else. Yes, definitely. Yeah. It's kind of a funny analogy for sure, but it um, works though. It does, because it's like each time, you know, you step on that or or say each time a new person comes into your life, that's them getting on your carousel yep. and you putting that in or them bringing in these experiences or these these this toxicity in your life, they're not stepping off. And how do you deal with that? How do you carry that? You know, soon, soon enough, the, the carousel is totally going to break down. Yeah. And when it breaks down and all those people are still on it, boom, there's, there's the massive chain of events. Yeah. And how do you come back from that? It's so hard to. Right? And especially thinking about how you're, like, even if, like, just because there's going to be, like, a huge, like, hot take. Okay. But just because you're traumatized from past relationships is not an excuse for your present partnership. Yeah. Because I definitely feel like I've, I've, don't get me wrong, I've definitely made mistakes and I've definitely not been a good partner in relationships. I can tell you that right now. I can, I can totally say the same. Yeah. Because I, the past relationships before, before the current one, it was all these things stepping onto this carousel and you know, I never really had the chance to give that conversation or explain, hey, this is what's going on, right? I just kind of close the door, whatever, immediate dopamine gratification, let's go. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, that relationship came to a really, really bad end, right? Yep. That came to an end, and the carousel blew up. And now I'm not necessarily whatever picking up pieces. I'm just trying to repair my ride and I'm trying to continue it again. And hopefully everything that everyone that steps on or everything that goes on is going to be positive, right? Having these conversations and confronting these things in order to create a positive experience for your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's true. Okay. So to get off like the super heavy heavy portion of of relationships (laughs) to let maybe lighten things up a little bit okay um what would what is your favorite thing about being in a relationship security yeah trust what about those things like is there a certain like maybe not like necessarily those but like the I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's like, what do I like about that kind of stuff? What do you like about being in a relationship? Being in a relationship. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, do you prefer yourself in a relationship or do you prefer yourself out of a, out of a relationship? Or Okay. So what I find very important is before even going into a relationship, you should be able to look at yourself in the mirror. 
and be able to look at yourself and say, okay, I'm okay with this. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. And even being in that relationship, regardless of how much time goes on, you should be able to look in the mirror and you should be like, okay, I'm still okay with this. This is me. Mm -hmm. Right. You should give yourself that acceptance. But the thing that I love about being in the relationship is finding that some, someone to do things that you love together. Right. You know, looking at that other person, say, if you're going on a hike and you reach the top, looking at them, you seeing their smile. Boom. It's like, wow, that is so awarding. Yeah. When I'm with that person that I want to be with, you know what I mean? Um, Intimately looking at them and, you know, building that happiness or doing things that give happiness. Hold on, I'm, I might have to burp. Give me one second. Okay. There we go. The demons are coming. The demons. The vape demons. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Vaping makes me burp. No, I get that. I had another point that I was going to say. Oh, so I was right. So I was talking to my sister about this, and she was saying, "You know how like people are just like you should love yourself before you get you love somebody else. Like you should have that kind of you know you you need to love yourself before you can love somebody else." To a certain extent, I don't think it's necessarily loving yourself. I think it's you should be comfortable being by yourself. Exactly, because if you're not comfortable being alone not necessarily alone but just by yourself you should not be able to be with somebody else like you're totally able to love somebody before you're able to love somebody else yeah but you but just because you can love somebody doesn't mean you're comfortable being by yourself exactly like are you able to leave this person alone and be comfortable with that yeah and that's something i struggle with like maybe not necessarily anymore yeah but that's definitely something i've i've definitely And especially bringing, like, an end to a relationship. You were with this person. Hold on. Wait, wait, Okay. You totally cut out. Okay. Okay. Okay, you're good now. Okay. So I said, um, with being in a relationship with that last person and you're coming out of the relationship, you were that person probably every day. Yeah. How do you gain independence fast? You don't. Right. And, and one big thing is, is you can't look at the past relationship, be like, that was horrible. That was so shitty. You were with that person for a reason, right? You have to take those memories and you have to be like, Hey, some of that was negative And some of that was super shitty, obviously. But the time I spent with that person, it was good. Right. But then slowly getting out of that, then you'll have to, yeah, you'll totally have to just take a minute. And yeah, keep stepping towards that mirror. I'm okay with this. Yeah, no, definitely, because okay it's because I I look at it and it's like you know 2018. I was I was single, right? So 2018, moved to Abbotsford, moved out here by yeah. like you know with my family. Didn't know anybody. Just graduated yeah. high school. Yeah. Um, you know my siblings don't ever want to do anything with me. <laughs> So it's like having that and not knowing anybody out here at the time. Yeah. Um, you know, I would have to learn how to do shit by myself. Exactly. And I became okay with that. And I was totally okay with, you know, going to the movies by myself, going shopping by myself, riding the bus by myself, all of these things, right? Yeah. And it's stuff like that where it's like you have to be okay with being comfortable spending time with yourself. You know, and then fast forward a year later, you know, I got into a year-long relationship. Um, I ended up living with that person. And you constantly spend time with that person, if you're, especially if you're living with them. Yes. Like, you, you lose it. You lose that independence if you're constantly around somebody. Yes. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, now that I'm out of a relationship, you know, even though I'm kind of seeing somebody else, it's like, you know, I don't live with them. But I'm still okay. Like I, I'm regaining that that in like that independence again, which makes me feel so good because now that I'm not in a super committed relationship, it's like I feel like I'm myself again. 
I don't have to worry about what like what somebody else is thinking, how somebody else is doing. Mm-hmm. I could just like actually focus on myself for once again, which is bad to say because you know even if you're in a relationship, you should still be able to be focusing on yourself. But that's also where like mental health can play in. You know what I mean? Like if you're not um I feel like to be in a super committed relationship and still be able to work on yourself or even to say a conscious relationship. I do a lot of reading on that. Yes. Where it's I feel like nowadays a relationship should be two extremely independent individuals that come together. Yes. And not two codependent people or not one codependent person and one independent person. Yeah. Which is something I struggle with because it's like I'm super strong on my own. But as soon as I fall into a relationship, half it, it really depends whether or not um, am I able to handle what's going on in my in my private life right now outside of my partner. Yeah. And if I'm not able to handle that, then I will fall into codependency. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like that's what happened with my past relationship. Like for a while I was super codependent. But that's because, you know, I wasn't living at home anymore. I moved out super suddenly. So it's like I kind of just lost that independence. And then I gained it in a different way where it's like, okay, I've moved out of my parents' house. Um, You know, I'm paying rent by myself. I'm paying for my groceries. I'm paying for my phone. You know, all of that kind of stuff. But outside of, you know, adulting. There we go. Um, outside of like being like you know a quote unquote adult, um, I was not independent at all. Yeah, like I would not go see friends by myself. You know, I would, yeah, I would not even see friends. And you feel like with this code dependency, you feel like that person should be there with you all the time. Yeah, which is right? so bad. It it really is. You're like, oh, like genuinely can this bad. Person come or can my uh, significant other come? And it, and and then that starts to damper on the other relationship. It's true because you know, as soon as like is you know, obviously, if you go out with friends, you want your partner to be there. Yes, like that's just like it's something that happens. Like it it shouldn't even be a question about whether or not your partner should be there. But at the same time, there is half like it should be a good like fifty fifty. Where it's yeah. like like 50% of the time should be you by yourself with your friends. The other 50 should be you with your partner. So yeah. then you can at least keep some like somewhat of a balance, I think. Yeah. It's so, so, <laughs> you know, it's so crazy to think about. It really is. Like, ah. Like, I can't, like, I just, like, I really do think about how, how independent I was when I first moved out here by myself with my family. No idea where I was. I don't drive. So it's like, I can't really go back and see my friends from high school. Yeah. Without having to take, like, a two and a half hour bus ride out there where it's, like, a 30 minute drive. Yeah. You know, so I'm kind of stuck. Had to do shit on my own by myself. Yeah. And then I get into a relationship. I meet a bunch of people out here. You know, now I have yeah. new friends, better friends than in high school. But it's like I lost that independency as soon as I got into a relationship because I ended up getting way too comfortable. Yeah. And it's being yeah. comfortable. Being comfortable in a relationship is not a bad thing. Being comfortable is a good thing. Yes. But to a certain extent. Yes. You should be comfortable I, yeah. with that person, be comfortable, you know, in your relationship, you know, you have, you have to have lots of trust in, in your relationship, but you should not be so comfortable where it turns into codependency. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's so bizarre. I'm just, I'm just calling about. out everybody. Right. I'm like, ooh, I was like, ooh. Yeah. Hot take, need, but. Right. <laughs> you need to settle down. <laughs> I'm gonna drink some water for that one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What do you, What do you think about? Okay. So this is gonna go a little, little off centered a bit. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. Um. 
What do you think about? I really want to talk about astrology right now because it's just yeah, constantly no, on okay. my mind. That's okay. okay. Do you think it's like accurate or not if you look into compatibility within the stars? That <laughs> <laughs> should be like your phrase. Yeah, that's my thing. The stars. Yeah. There's a time and a place. And, you know, things do have meanings. I'm super... Yeah. Like, have you looked into um, your compatibility with you and your current partner? Yes. You have you? Yeah, of course I have. <laughs> it's like the... I was doing not, Yeah, right? Super guilty. And um, even though, like, the... the Sorry, I totally just blacked out there. Okay. Give me a second here. Um, oh my god. Okay. <laughs> um, it was interesting. Um, you know, not to be like cliche or anything, but this stuff is now coming to light. Right? Like this yeah. thing is it's making its come up for sure. And um <laughs> Excuse me. Oh my God. Oh, you're good. That was like really. Uh, that was loud on my there end. Go. Here. Oh. <laughs> you know. That's me. It's more glorious. Smooches with Jordan Alex. <laughs> yeah, it's it's coming to light now, and it's 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 making its rounds. <laughs> I don't know why I'm blanking here, but um, yeah, okay, I totally right looked here. into it. Here's you you got to bring me back up. You got to okay. bring me back up here. So if you were to go and look at your compatibility yeah. within, like, you know, astrology and stuff yeah. with your ex. And with then my ex? Yeah, with your ex. And then compared it to your whole relationship. And then, yeah. but took your ex and that compatibility within, you know, the stars and planets and stuff. See, you know, like, you're calling me out here right now. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold okay. on. Okay, and then, okay. And then compare that to the per- the person you're currently seeing. Do you think that there's, like, who who's more compatible? That's what I want to know. Why would you call me out like that? <laughs> Have you compared the two? Of course. Okay. Yeah, so do I. What about you? Yeah, you yeah, have no, to. Okay, so, you know me. I feel like it's, <laughs> you know me. It's like, Probably. you know, survival of the fittest here. You know, you bring in those, like, charts and, like, this name and this name up against this name and this name. And then whoever you meet in the middle, then you fight them. <laughs> okay. You're good now. <laughs> Are you totally... You're like, what are you doing? What? You're cutting out? No, you oh. were cutting. Out. Oh, okay. No, you're good now. Um, no, I feel like it's totally equivalent here. We totally just blanked and didn't say anything there for a couple of seconds. Um, but I feel like towards both of them, <laughs> okay. Got another guest here. Oh yeah, um, all the guests. All the guests. They're both comparable in my eyes. I feel yeah. like both of these different people bring out different parts of me, but in good ways. Yeah. So that's the way I think of it. Okay. So with that, then, like, you. Oh, you're cutting out. She cut out. Wait. Oh, you cut out. Oh. Okay. Um, Is it okay now? Yeah, you're good. Okay. Um, what was I saying? Okay. So, 
I guess about like the whole compatibility and like looking into um, like astrology and everything, you know, comparing yourself with the person you're currently seeing or even, yeah. you know, people you've past seen. Yeah. Um, e- like, I definitely think that there's truth to it, like 100%. Yeah. 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 But I don't think it's a good idea to solely base it off of that. Because sure, your your you know your astrology signs. You know, if you're super into astrology and know about all about birth charts and natal charts, yeah, um, yeah, it definitely does say stuff about an individual. Like it it gives you like a good outline of somebody, but I don't think it's necessarily a good idea to solely base your relationship off of that person, whether it's a friendship or your partner. Yeah, yeah. I'm totally blanking out right here for some reason, and I don't know why. <laughs> You're making me think. <laughs> I know. I can well, see what, it. What, what, what do you think about me? Or you? Never mind. What do you, you think about if you compare those two? Okay. The past and the current. Um, well, okay. So I, you know how I looked into it today? So I, so I actually went and looked and, like, you know, yeah, typed up um, and did, like, a whole compatibility chart, right, for both yeah. of them. And if I'm comparing the two people, excluding yeah. me, yeah, one is vastly much better for me than the other. <laughs> you take yourself out of the situation. <laughs> Oh, that's crazy. Hold on, give it a second. Okay. Okay, I'm back. Okay. So what were you saying? Um, I said if you take yourself out of the situation, yeah. you can totally see something else, hey? Oh, yeah. yeah 100%. You know, but it's always going to be like that. Yeah. You Someone know, and it's is so always- crazy. Someone out there is always going to be, be like, not necessarily better than the last, but better for you. Yeah. You know, just because you're not with somebody anymore doesn't mean that ne- that they were necessarily bad for you. Because, yeah. you know, if, if you're at a certain time in your life, you need to experience certain things, whether that's good or bad. Um, but, you know, even, like, growing up and going through certain experiences, you can definitely see who is better yeah. for you <laughs> at the current <laughs> time. Yeah. You know, whether like I don't know. I hate yeah. I honestly hate it when people say, Oh, I wasted an entire year with this person. Well, no, you didn't because there is shit you had to go through and experience to be able to grow and move on. Yeah. And and it's like severed beginnings. Yeah. You gotta tie these things. You gotta finish the bows. Cross it's the true. T's and dot the I's. Yeah. No, one hundred percent. Um Yeah. I don't know. I yeah. I mean, I even went on to, you know how I went on to the Facebook uh, group that I'm in, right? Yes. And I, sh- and I sent, I had this huge post. Here, I'll check. I'll check what, what yeah, you're gonna comments check? are on. I'm going to check it now. I'm going to yeah. check everybody's comments. Um, you know, I, I, I typed up this thing, right, on this, on this post. And it was like, have any of you dated this sign? Yeah. Um, you know, stuff, stuff like that. Um. And it's really strange because the more I read through everybody's comments, there's 169 comments on it now, and I posted it two hours ago. Yeah. Um, I feel like like it's it's so strange because comparing somebody and using like solely their 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 zodiac sign, their star sign, whatever you want to yeah. fucking call it. Um, <laughs> some fucking names for it. Let me tell you. Yeah. Um. Everybody that I'm reading their comments, they are all very similar to the experience that I had dating somebody. Yes. And it's so strange to think about, like, how much somebody, you know, the day of their birth at the time and, you know, the where the planets were aligned and, you know, all of the, you know, that sort of stuff. Yes. Um, it really does. It really does affect somebody. Like, it really is who somebody is 
Yeah. Because h- how can these 169 somewhat people that are in the same group as me all have the same experience with the same with different people who were born under the same like like star sign? Yeah. Like that's that's genuinely crazy to me. Yeah. And I feel like what we should do um, in the next episode is totally talk about this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And have like a full get up. And then I feel like what we could do. Yeah. I feel like we should save that. Well, okay. sweet. You know, we'll yeah, see well, some, some, mm-hmm, some, a little, a little, a little mm, yeah. smooches, smooches to the listeners. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yes. Um, but, you know, I feel like wrapping up severed beginnings is I always feel though you should take a look at the past previous people on your carousel and be like, you know what? I had to go through it and I learned. Yeah. Right. Yep. Cause everything is gonna, you know, everything's gonna affect you and other people in some way, but it's, you know, just because somebody isn't right for you, in the future but are right for you like now it just means that you really do have to experience certain things to be able to grow as a person exactly and be able to you know like what like even just like saying this is just a little a little anecdote okay (laughs) settle down (laughs) um my ex had said you know if we ever get back together in the future then i'll know what to then i'll know how to love you Oof. Which hurt, which hurts so much. <laughs> Genuinely, because it's like you gotta take f- an F you know, in the chat there, boys. L- legit, that's a definite L. Um, but it's definitely like that. That shit hurts because it's like, well, why? You know, you spend so much time with somebody, so why can't they learn at the time? Why couldn't they grow to learn to love you? Exactly. If they say you, if they say that they love you, why can't they show it? Boom. Fucking boom. And I feel like that's how we should wrap this up. Just hit that, that motherfucker yeah. on the nail. Yeah. Fucking Head. bam. Yeah. I got it. I got everybody right there. Yeah, you did. You got me right there. Yeah, I feel I got myself there. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. But yeah. No, yeah. I feel, yeah. Severed beginnings. That was a good way go. to start. Yeah. Good conversation. Got it. I got it. Just hit everybody. <laughs> Oh, with a fucking hard one. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. All right. Well, it was good talking to you. We'll have to bring Zodiacs. Yes. Next episode, episode two. Right. Episode two. Tune in. Yes. About Zodiac signs and all the stars. Yeah. Yeah. We should. Well, yeah. (laughs) We're so awkward. There we go. (laughs) All right. See everybody in the next episode. (laughs) Yeah, have a, have a good night. Zodiac signs. There we go. There we go.